You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. The second round is in full swing and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part is that it's free to play. DraftKings Free-to-play pools are easier to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That is during the basketball playoffs. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 53, season two of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to bounce around elite prospects and take a peek at who the Red Wings might be able to draft if we take a look at each team going from specific rankings and if everybody were to take the number one player available uh, on that list. So basically what we're saying is if we are taking a look at NHL Central Scouting, top 32, uh, we're going to take those top 32 players. Number one is going to take number one. Number two will take number two. And we'll just kind of bounce down the list a little bit. It's going to be another short episode here. I just thought it would be a little bit of fun to take a peek at. Background for myself probably looks a little different. That's because I am currently in an Airbnb while my house gets fixed up. And uh, it's not been fun. So... <laughs> Uh, I will have to uh, give a quick plug for Dynasty by Decade. Just finished recording with Ken Cal. That's right, our radio broadcaster for the Detroit Red Wings. You guys want to check that out on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, we, of course, if it's called Dynasty by Decade, went over the Detroit Red Wings in the 1990s. Uh, it's actually quite a bit of fun. We went through the 80s and what led to... Drafting Steve Eiserman, uh, drafting Sergei Fedorov, Nicholas Lidstrom, Vladimir Konstantinov, all in the same year, keep in mind. Uh, a couple of cool anecdotes that uh, Ken Kell, you know, being in the middle of that um, and all the different people he's met and real conversations he's had with the likes of, of Scotty Bowman. Um, and of course, uh, we get into 1998 and the tragedy of surrounding Konstantinov and Ken Cal's friend, Sergei Menetsikhanov. Um, and we wrap that into what's going on with the Red Wings now and how Steve Eiserman, who had so much success in the 90s with the Red Wings, who learned so much from the likes of Scotty Bowman, and uh, Jimmy Devilano and Ken Holland, you know, what he's bringing to the franchise now. 
extremely fun conversation. I uh, can't wait for you guys to check that out. Uh, we'll give you guys the update as soon as that episode is available. But uh, keep an eye out. If you guys just follow along, Dynasty by Decade, uh, you're not going to miss it. They've already gone over the Canadians uh, in the 60s, and they did do the 70s. Um, I'd have to go back and take a peek there. So uh, 90s down the road a little bit there. But uh, can't thank Ken, if you're listening, I can't thank you enough. Uh, for coming on again to Red Wings Rant. Um, this That, of course, Ken had his own episode of Red Wings Rant a couple months back, and this was a great opportunity for us just to chat Red Wings hockey, not necessarily going over what is going uh, on right now, but um, fun little documentary style, bouncing back and forth on some of the news, uh, noteworthy items from those eras, uh, just some of the transactions that uh, happened that led to building such a successful franchise and uh, uh, some of our personal feelings as well. So highly recommend that, guys. Go check it out. It was a ton of fun. And um, let's play this game, all right? Uh, so the game that I mentioned was uh, we're going to go through a few different rankings that are found on EliteProspects.com. And I've got them queued up, so the only thing that's going to slow us down here is me switching between each one. But uh, let's let's start with number one here. Um, I'm going to pull up. Uh, let's do NHL Central Scouting first. Uh, so you guys will see this. If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see this pop up on the um, right-hand side of the screen. I needed to actually sit there and think for a second what side of the screen that was on that is hilarious all right so we just run down this list nhl central scouting owen power goes first mason mctavish kent johnson of u of m luke hughes going number four dylan gunther going number five that leaves matthew ben year for us um this is a guy that is going number one in some some other rankings here so uh, this is another kid from uh u of m if I could pull this up here, there we go. Uh, he's 18. Uh, he is from Massachusetts. He's six foot one at the center position, 174 pounds. The uh, height is there. We got to put on some more muscle on that on that body there. Uh, now for U of M, 24 points in 24 games, not gonna hurt. Not gonna hurt at all. Uh, World Juniors at 20, uh, three points in seven games uh, does not hurt at all uh, to see those three points in seven games. Uh, especially for a kid who's who's 18 right now, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of folks uh, playing in those uh, World Junior 20s, um, a couple years older. So uh, everything going on here, looking good to me. Uh, I think this would fill a spot for us because uh, you, you really gotta at some point either luck into the center that's going to lead you into the future, or you know you're hoping that you geez, are you going to fail again and cross your fingers on, uh, on Shane Wright uh, in the next draft? So th- this is one of those where there 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 aren't too many names, as, as we've discussed in previous episodes, that are really going to blow off the page here uh, for the 2021 draft. We've already discussed trading back and grabbing more picks to see if you can kind of win the lottery and luck out and find a, a star player. Uh, we talked about in the last episode that the Detroit Red Wings have the best shot at landing a star player because of how many picks we have. So do you just want to increase those chances um, and, and see what you can do? I ultimately that's, that's always where my head is at first. So cross your fingers, keep pulling up picks or 
you run into Matthew here and uh, you luck out and you find a guy who's going to fit in your top six. I think this at least has that potential because he is found on a couple of different uh, prospect lists at number one. And of course, this is a sizable center. Uh, so you're going to have someone that uh, with his ability to score, you know, he has an eye for the puck, you know, he has the skill. So it's going to be about putting the right guys around him. Uh, this for me would be an absolute win. I would be super stoked if this happened. So uh, we could always keep our fingers crossed and, you know, <laughs> see what happens next. But as we go through these lists, you'll see, uh, I guess, how incredibly variable these lists are and uh, everything that's going on there. Like I said, as we pop around through these lists, uh, the only thing that's going to be holding me up is going to be making those jumps from one to another. So let's uh, head on over to the smart scouting, uh, the top 32. And this is exactly what I'm talking about as we share this one. Guess who's number one? That's right. Matt is number one. <laughs> so as we move down, this is uh, the consensus. Number one, uh, if we looked at the consolidated rankings, would be Owen Power. That's right. Can the Red Wings grab Owen Power? Well, according to Smart Scouting, uh, he's going to be at the number six spot. 18-year-old, six-foot-five defenseman. 214 pounds. That boy's got some muscle on him. That's right. Uh, there's not too much that we need to add to the Owen Power conversation, uh, but he has 16 points in 26 games. Um, the world's uh, three points in 10 games. Of course, we we all know he just played with Troy Stetcher, so that's fun. And Troy went as far to say after uh, also commending Moritz Sider, who he played against, uh, but saying this is a real NHL defenseman. So if this were to actually come uh, to fruition, uh, this would be fantastic. But if you look at these rankings here, obviously, like I mentioned, number one on the consolidated rankings, uh, if I highlight a couple years, a couple notes here, Draft Prospects Hockey is number one, Sports is number one, NHL Central Scouting number one, um, Puck Authority number one, uh, McKenzie's number one. So I, I'm guessing Owen Power is going number one. And, uh, you know, you either look at the fact that this kid's huge, you look at his ability to score, you listen to Troy Stetcher, or if you're the marketing department, you just say, of course we want a kid named Owen freaking Power. <laughs> All right. Um, moving forward. Again, uh, we're just popping around on Elite Prospects, looking at if the list went according to a few different um, rankings here on Elite Prospects, who would the Red Wings get uh, at the number six pick? Now, this is uh, another boy from University of Michigan. Uh, it's going to be Kent Johnson going number six for the Puck Authority Top 32. Uh, give this a minute to load up for Kent. And this is another big boy, six foot one center. Uh, he is Canadian. He's 18, October 18, 2002. Uh, it, it's, if you take a look here at Kent, I mean, we're bouncing around a lot around the sixes. We have a number three from the NHL central scouting for only North American skaters. Um, but nothing too high. For Kent. So this this is pretty much going to be his highest ranking on any of the lists. And if we pop down here, it's not anything that he's been terrible by any means. Uh, 27 points in 26 games for the University of Michigan. Uh, so you're you're looking at a guy who knows how to put the puck in. And this is this is another center. So you're kind of playing that same game that we were talking about before with Matthew. And you've got to line up some top six centers. And right now you could make the argument that Dylan Larkin at least is one of them, but you could also 
make the argument that we still don't even have Bill Markin in that spot. So as we move forward and you're looking to build a Stanley Cup caliber team, you've got to run into someone that is a top six center, whether or not, like I said, you're waiting for Shane Wright to line up or you want Ken Johnson from the University of Michigan to be your boy. Uh, very possible. He's got some good size. Uh, and I, I, it's, it's not anything to sneeze at, I would say. Um, I'm pretty sure there's enough people out there that hate when I say that. But uh, speaking of which, we are heading to uh, – we're, we're seeing all these on EliteProspects.com. So what does Elite Prospects think about our draft? So, again, lining up uh, number one, getting number one, number two, two. Number six, yep, that's right. My absolute least favorite thing in the whole world Jesper Wallstedt would be our draft pick at number six. This is a goaltender. I tell y'all I do not want a goaltender in the top ten. Uh, they become very costly. They can really run you down. We are seeing Gary Price play balls to the wall, uh, knocking out the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Winnipeg Jets. I would keep my fingers crossed if I was a <laughs> Montreal Canadiens fan. Uh, but I still, I, I'll tell you, I don't want to take, I don't want to take a goalie in the top ten. I think uh, goaltenders are way too variable. Uh, you can build a team with signing a goaltender in the off season and uh, just cross your fingers that it works out. I, I always think that's the better way to go. Build your defense, build your two way forwards, and then the goaltending will fall into place. Uh, you want to at least get to the point where goaltending isn't always the problem you're losing. And for the Montreal Canadiens, they can't always say that Carey Price, like, he's he's not really ever the problem, but he, he just gets in the way of building building a team. Now, um, that's my thoughts on picking up a goaltender. If we follow along the elite prospects, that's what we're going to get. But, I mean, this is a guy, by, by all accounts, uh, you don't want to say a sure thing, but he's the surest thing in the realm of goaltenders in the first round. 18 years old, six foot three, 214 pounds. Um, you got him going as high as number four on McKean's hockey. And of course on Dauber prospects as well, he's number four, but he he's definitely in this range uh, and going um, the, the absolute worst ranking he has is number 17 by neutral zone. And now I'm wondering if that has a lot to do with some of the things that I just brought up in regards to not taking a goaltender in the first round. That's how I feel. You end up spending too much goaltending changes week to week, year to year, definitely. Uh, but day to day, game to game, you've got a guy that's up and down. And I just say you can find that in a lot of spaces. And the the fact that these guys aren't going to play 82 games also plays into this. So that's my feelings on it. I don't think you draft a goaltender at this spot and ultimately the Red Wings outlook completely changes. I mean, look at what Bernier has been able to do. Um, and we're still where we're at. So you know, line up those, line up your forwards, line up your two way forwards, line up your defense. And then, uh, then we can start looking around and playing the game of uh, when do we start spending money on a goaltender. All right. So let's, uh, Remove that one. We're going to go on over to Dauber Prospects, and then uh, we'll call it a night. But taking a look at Dauber Prospects, this is someone I th I think uh, this is Brant Clark. Uh, this is someone I think earlier in the year was uh, ranking a little bit higher. Then he fell back again, and now he's back up. Now again, like I said, number six. 
uh, ranked number two on the consolidated ranking. So he has taken a bit of a roller coaster ride. He's number three on elite prospects. Uh, but like I said, he's settling back into the top spots. He's six foot two defenseman, 190 pounds. Uh, so not, not as big a boy as we were talking about earlier on uh, his own power. Uh, but I mean, that's another guy that, like I mentioned, if you're trying to line up your defense, you're trying to line up your two-way forwards, you're trying to find a way to build this team to make sure that they can prevent goals. This is, this is a good cat to throw in there. Uh, 2021, playing for Slovakia as a loan, 15 points in 26 games in the U18s. Guess what? 7 points, 7 games. Definitely a plus there. This is a guy that's, uh, I, guess, I guess the way you want to look at that is uh, Brant Clark was playing with some talented folks but he wasn't slowing anybody down. So you put him in those more situations where he's playing with talented folks. You don't necessarily have to worry too much about what's going to, what's going to happen with him. So as this team continues to grow, you know that he's not going to slow anybody down. I just challenge anybody or I would ask them to pause and seeing any, any excitement from um, productive stats that don't, that don't completely blow everybody out of the water in those world juniors when they're Canadian, because um, you want to see somebody that's not slowing them down and say, okay, this isn't going to be a, a, a going to absolutely kill us. Now, all that being said, we're still talking to defensemen. So seven points in seven games is still fantastic. Um, I, I just would rather focus on the Slovakia numbers here. And of course, if we go back to the OHL 38 points in 57 games, um, I just, he's been consistent. So you go to the, the, the worlds, uh, for the 17 under 17 is six points in five games. As we take a peek here again, if you're not following along on YouTube, I am just throwing a lot of stats at you, but, uh, that's what, that's what we're looking at, uh, from eliteprospects.com. So is Brant Clark a, a bad pick by no means? Uh, this would be a fantastic pickup. Um, I think it's just comparing, um, those world junior stats, I, I try not to get too stoked about them. It's kind of just where my head's at to kind of give um, maybe a side note. Not, not too much to do with Brant Clark. So if we pick up Brant Clark, uh, I can tell you right now, you can be a very happy Red Wings fan uh, if, if that were to happen. So uh, the, the only one I have left on here was uh, something we've already taken a look at was uh, the consolidated rankings. So we're looking at uh, quite a few different rankings Put together, um, and, and and like I said, since we already took a peek at this, um, we're not going to surprise anybody here. But Simon Edvinson is is the number six uh, ranked player from the SHL. Uh, so of course, is who Anzar Khan thought was going number two in that uh, infamous video with Steve Eiserman uh, just a week ago. Super super fun to watch. Uh, six foot five defenseman, two hundred seven pounds. Uh, this bad boy is ranked number two on FC hockey, number two for the uh, European sk skaters on uh, NHL Central Scouting. Uh, but he, he does go high as well. He's nine on neutral zone, nine by eliteprospects.com, nine by the puck authority. Um, if, if he's in this range, though, you see Dauber Prospects has him at a seven. So this, this is starting to make sense. Consolidated ranking at six makes a ton of sense for everything that we're seeing bouncing around there. Um, but jumping into the statistics, uh, 10 games for uh, for Lunda. And we know how much the Red Wings, Steve Eiserman, love looking at for Lunda. Uh, one point in 10 games, uh, nothing in the playoffs. And then um, 
the uh, the World Juniors under 18, he was a little bit more productive, uh, four points in seven games. So at, at least there, as you move, you know, you're trying to look at these stats and compare, okay, SHL, he's playing with the big boys. and the World Juniors, he's playing with everybody his size. Um, uh, we're not necessarily looking at your offensive de- defenseman, at least at this point. But you, this this kid gets ranked high because he definitely has the tools. But he's very high, I should say, in this top 10 ranking because of his size. Six foot five, 200 pounds. And this is definitely on the Red Wings radar because of, um, I'm, I'm just going to say it, I'm not really ragging on the Red Wings, but being from Sweden, playing in Frölunda, you could start to put together a whole line that is the Swedish five. So <laughs> you could play this game. And uh, and start to put uh, start putting these cats together and start figuring. Wow, you can you can have these rookies, these prospects uh, joining the Red Wings franchise and and having uh, a good background with some of the cats who are already playing. So that that's uh, like I always say, nothing to sneeze at. That's that's actually going to be pretty good news. So those are those are your boys um, taking a look at these lists. I, I I don't think from what we were taking a look at, there's. Too many names besides Jesper Wallstadt that I'm going to be bummed about, I would say. Uh, I, I think generally we're going to be pretty happy with whatever we land, and that goes back to our previous conversations that these margins are razor thin this year, um, and nobody is necessarily coming in from the outset and is going to be an elite super-duper star. Uh, as we've talked about in weeks past, those will be found in this draft. There will be somebody that's going to stand out. We just feel like it's probably going to be something we luck out in the later rounds. So playing that game, do we settle on, I'll say it, do we settle on what's here in the top six and the top 10 for the Detroit Red Wings? And like I said, it's all over the place. So clearly there isn't that one, you know, one or two guys that you absolutely should take at that spot. There's a ton of guys that could end up in your lap. So, that being said, do you trade back and try and get more draft picks just to increase the odds that you're going to be the team that lands that super-duper star that's in this draft? Maybe not in the realm of Pavel Datsuk, but don't forget where Kucherov was drafted. Uh, Don't forget where Braden Point was drafted. And I bring up guys drafted by Mr. Steve Eisman. So always keep that in mind. That might be where we want the Red Wings to focus uh, is getting more picks. But none of that happens. Still think we're fine. We're going to pick up something solid, just not uh, not game changing for the 2021 season. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry for another short episode. Uh, like I said, check out uh, uh, Dynasty by Decade through the Hockey Podcast Network. Of course, this episode sponsored by DraftKings, and find the uh, Brothers of Discussion on YouTube. That's us. That's my brother. Uh, we are putting episodes out soon. Uh, it's just like I said, I'm in somebody else's basement right now while my house gets fixed up. So. Another troubling week in uh, the world of Matt, the brothers of discussion, and Red Wings rant. But we'll be back on a regular schedule soon, I promise. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Find us at BOD Hockey on Twitter and, uh, and have fun with the conversation. There we go. Have a good one.